here with David Havasi again for Tesla Inside Out. In this episode, we're going to talk about what you had planned to talk about last time, which was the P85D test drives when the P85D was first shown. Mm-hmm. Walk us back to that event. And that, that was 2000. That's 2014. That's fall of 2014. October 2014. So, um, and we're going to try to talk to you. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's very hard when <laughs> we start talking. Our, yeah. We start talking to each other. There's a third person in the conversation. You. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so Zach, the big premise of this um, series is to kind of go into these really cool stories that hopefully people will find interesting, uh, kind of behind the scenes that happen, uh, because I've often said, you know, if a camera crew was able to follow follow the antics of Tesla behind the scenes, it, it'd be the it'd be like the highest rated television show in history. So there's so many of these moments that come and go, and, and you're like, man, that's incredibly interesting so uh, that's kind of the that's kind of the guy there so so zach has tasked me with um pulling up stories from the, from this the seven years of tesla one of those is that the um that came up was the the p85d um how was it prefaced it was like d, what was he, he teasing oh, the, d. the d is coming the right? d is coming <laughs> that was hilarious um <laughs> So yeah, it was this kind of sophomoric <laughs> entendre, and uh, <laughs> it was so funny. The um, after it was revealed on the, on that on the topic of of the revealing the D and are you ready to see the D and all these things. I think I might have mentioned this on a previous one that even after dual motor came out in our notes in the system, you know, like test drive notes and internal emails to people, we're like customer wanted to see the D, we gave them the D, uh, they loved riding the D, and <laughs> we have to <laughs> edit, like, this is 2020, we have to edit everything out now. <laughs> oh yeah, like, oh, yeah, sorry, this, this could be a cutting room floor, but yeah. this is still, no. and so finally, uh, a manager, like a regional manager is like, stop, <laughs> stop <laughs> using that term, we get okay. it, you know, just stop. Uh, so anyway, um, but that's, but uh, that, was, that was a little bit, but back to the, that's great, back to, I mean, that's awesome, we're, no, we're, we're, keep that. we're, keeping, we're keeping it, but uh, uh, it was like, if I hear one more <laughs> say <laughs> that, like, enough, uh, but um, yeah, so the, um, the P85D debuted uh, alongside autopilot at Hawthorne at the design studio in Hawthorne California in August of 2014 and it was it was a revelation it was zero to 60 in about three seconds which was ridiculous for any car let alone a, a, a you know, huge 5,000 pound land lo- boat. <laughs> exactly luxury sedan yeah. and um, you know it, it, you know it's basically the same acceleration as a, a million dollar McLaren F1, you know, back, you know, if you were to look, if you were to look back, you know, you know, 15 years or so earlier. Was that so, a, was that a quiz? Cause that was, that was Elon's dream car that he got after, after making a lot of money on PayPal that he crashed, I think on the first drive, right? Yeah, I think it was, um, I, I think it was this, this kind of romantic coincidence that now there was this electric you don't, you sedan. Don't, you don't think it was a target of Elon's? Like this was my dream car, it's gotta hit that. I, knowing him, maybe he, maybe that was kind of this like, man. Now that was fast. That was quick. If we can do that, that would be something. So, um, um, I could see that. Yeah, I, could, uh, I, I don't could, know if it's certain, but yeah, um, we'll see if... the fact that he referenced it was might might, might be a hint to that because he referenced it during the event as well. Right. Okay. So, uh, so anyway, it was the new toy in the toy box. Um, stores. I could, well, I could speak to the Sarasota store. We got our first one in, I believe it was December. It was when the first like test drive car arrived. And of course, everybody, it's the latest and greatest thing. So right away, people were calling in wanting to to test drive it. People were coming out of the woodwork to but to that was your first your first test drive car overall, or that was. Or, did, um, or do you mean the first? Oh no, we had, no, we had we had we had P eighty fives because the because okay. the store actually opened in October. Okay, Sweet. and and I think really the the big theme with this story, if we want to loop it into our previous video, is the kind of um, democratizing. That's a word, right? Yeah. Democratizing <laughs> an experience. 
So where, you know, we, we talked about in the, in the last video, how the Roadster, the original Tesla Roadster with a zero to 60 of 3.9 seconds, how that was seen as an experience that most people wouldn't be able to have because of the cost of the product. It was like out of, it was out of reach. And so most people would, if they, if they experienced it, they experienced it as a visitor of someone sitting in the car as a visitor, as a rider, but not as a, as an owner. And, and the really cool thing is, is now my car can do that acceleration, my Model 3. And so, and so we, this Toyota Corolla of Tesla's, this yeah. <laughs> the Tesla Model 3, not a performance Model 3, this Tesla is, Model 3, yeah, long wheel, range. Yeah, long range, all wheel drive, uh, can now go zero to 60 in under four seconds. And we're very jaded with acceleration times now. There's definitely been this renaissance yeah. in that metric, but it's a, it's a really an astonishing yeah. uh, thing to, to ponder. And so, but that's what we saw with the P85D, is you have this full-size electric luxury sedan that has the zero to 60 time of a car that was a million dollar hypercar, the, the, McLaren, the McLaren F1. And so, and so very, very, very few people well, the experienced thing, that acceleration previous to the, that. The funny thing is now Tesla fans know this, but I wonder, you know, most normal people, I doubt they realize how quick Teslas are. If yeah. they haven't been in one, I doubt they realize how quick they are. I also, you know, like we talked about before, I think they see one, they think it's a, a you know, a, a hyper, you know, a very expensive car. Mm -hmm. Except that now you see so many, you, we see Model 3s all the time now in this area. Mm -hmm. And I think it's got to start registering for people like, hey, that car must be more affordable than I thought because I keep seeing it everywhere, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, seeing more in the drop-off line at school yeah. and things like that. Well, and, and the interesting is, it's good news for them both ways because they tend to think the car is more expensive than it is and then they don't realize how quick it is. Exactly. And so you tell them, no, it's actually way less than you think and way quicker than you think. And so it's like a double whammy, you know? Uh, it's quicker and less expensive than you than you think. Yeah. And, and when, um, I, when I first drove a P85D, test, that was my first Tesla test drive. Wow. P85D in Vancouver, I was there for a conference, Renewable Cities Conference. And uh, yeah, you think, wow, this is amazing. And then you're like, well, I'm never, you know, I can't afford this car. Like, <laughs> outside my league, but this is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, um, and Ryan, McC Ryan McCaffrey actually talked about this in, in his Ride the Lightning podcast. You, you, you check it out, it's amazing if you, if you haven't already. Uh, his first introduction, and you can, this is perf just, like, just like you, his first introduction to Tesla was a test drive in the, in the Tesla Roadster. So it was, and he said he'll always be thankful for Tesla for that. They gave him a, a ride in the Roadster fully knowing that he was not in a position to buy it. Yeah. And this was the genius of, of the Tesla test drives, particularly in the early, in the early days, because there's, there was two philosophies with test drives. One was the traditional philosophy that like you'd find at like Bentley or, or Lamborghini or, you know, or Porsche. If they can't afford the car, don't waste your time. Yeah. With, with these mendicants, with these common, with these commoners. Yeah. Yeah. We need people, we, if we're gonna put miles on this car, it's gonna be with a buyer, a person that can buy it. So that's the traditional mindset. But then there's this other mindset of get people to experience it, get them hooked on the idea of it. And that's when we start seeing, um, you know, the idea with like um, uh, Jerome and, and the, uh, putting this doctrine out, if they have a pulse, you get them in that car. You get them to drive. It's interesting that you share that because you know Elon's got such an open access approach to a lot of things. You know, he started open mm -hmm. AI, open AI because mm -hmm. it feels like open access is critical. Mm -hmm. they, they use Linux and the, the yeah, Linux, the, yeah. But uh, yeah, it, I, yeah. It's, I never, I didn't, I don't think I fully knew that policy. And I, I guess I knew parts of it. They but. would, they would go back and forth through the years. There was this internal debate of how to approach test drive scheduling. Huh. I was always of the the philosophy of, of exposure. Because like you said, people think they know quick. People think they know quiet. People think they know high tech. Because whenever I tell somebody, 
You can talk to your blue in the face about Tesla. Whenever I tell somebody, oh, the Tesla's quick, the person would say, oh, well, my Lexus is really quick. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sure, I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's good. But then you're thinking, well, not like oh, this, my, though. Oh, my Prius has instant torque. <laughs> yeah, my, my Prius is efficient. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, it's, 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 um, it's, it's kind of, it's very responsive, like my Prius. And you're yeah. like, hmm. Yeah. Or it's, it's a, or my, my Prius is efficient. Like, hold my tongue, hold my tongue. Yeah, don't. yeah, exactly. And you don't want to, you don't want to, um, trivialize or, or yeah. make fun of their choice yeah. because they didn't know any better. But at the same time, you know the dramatic difference between yeah. <laughs> the instant torque of a Prius and the instant torque of a Model 3 on, or Model S. Correct. And then even on a more dramatic scale, people say like, oh, well, I have a, I have a Corvette Grand Sport, so <laughs> I know. <laughs> Acceleration. You're like, cool. Or even further, I, I you know, I, I'd experienced the most jaded car owners ever. People that spend a million dollars on a hypercar. We would get, we would get these these customers coming in and they'd be like, well, yeah, they, I mean, they would show up with a McLaren and, you know, we'll talk to our friends. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you out. Like, you know, but, uh, it's so, so natural when I'm talking, it's so hard. To, so yeah. So, um, but much like Ryan McCaffrey, when he experienced the roadster way before model S came out, he knew two things. One, he couldn't afford the roadster, but the second thing, even more important, he knew in his heart of hearts that one day he would have a Tesla. One day, that became the aspirational thing. Like it planted that seed. And when they say that, that Tesla doesn't advertise, that's, that's true. And when people are baffled by when the Model 3, you know, had hundreds of thousands of people put down $1,000 on a car they had not driven, the fact of the matter is, the a lot of them had had driven a that's Tesla in, before. That's interesting. I never really thought about that. That they had test driven their Model Three by test driving a Model S. Correct. They it was it, they had test driven a Tesla. Yeah. And what I would always instill in people because a lot of times when we test drive, and I'll get around to the E85. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm like woo. As if you know me. Uh, um, brevity is not one of my strengths, um, but I'm, I'm, I'll bring it back around. The side I note in, in brackets is is ninety percent of the article. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I'm totally. I'm. Yeah, that's it's, my, true. Yeah. it's true. It's well, true. Well, I, I love it. But um, well, because what I would tell people in test drives, because a lot of times, particularly when we started, we would only have one powertrain. And so we'd actually need the person, you know, if we had a P85 and the person was coming in for a 60 kilowatt hour car, uh, yeah. they'd be like, oh man, is the 60 kilowatt hour car going to accelerate like a P85? You know, they, they would want to test drive that first. And the way I would get them to, to go forward on a 60 kilowatt hour car, I'd say, obviously the P85 is the quintessential example of the instant torque and the acceleration. The good news is though, that instant torque, that linear uninterrupted thrust that you feel in the P85 is a universal characteristic of all the Teslas. So you're gonna feel that thrust and it'll be a thrust that you've never experienced before in any other car. But so, you, But you can feel a difference. It must've been a part of a strategy to to give as many test drives as possible in the P85D so that you know you, uh, or whatever well, the I would even I would even go as knowing that instant linear torque was so superior to the acceleration experience that 99% of the people have ever experienced. I would even say in the P85, I was like, okay, um, do about a quarter inch compression or maybe a half inch compression on the accelerator pedal. And, and they'd feel that thrust. It wouldn't be like Heimlich maneuver, you know, your brain's getting sucked out of your ears kind of acceleration, but it would be this very thrilling spirited acceleration and i'd be like the 60 kilowatt hour is significantly more brisk than that and they'd be like oh well i'm good yeah. you know and so that would be that would be the that would be the trigger so but definitely if you have them test drive the the highest performance trim when they whenever they go to a, a lower tesla it's you know you're missing that that extra oomph that extra correct it's like well, it's as much as it's like better than everything else on the road you just you're like, oh man, I would really want that performance one. It was so sure, much, sure. so much quicker. Like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, 
it's just a different it's hard to we had a term for that that i can't say <laughs> but uh, but um it's an apt analogy but um um well and that's where on this topic um the the p85 and also the subsequent you know insane mode ludicrous mode um they had that insane mode and they also had sport and we actually use that to our advantage. I actually wrote an article on this. Oh, inside my mouth. That what we do in test drives or, uh, for the P85 performance cars is, you know, it had insane mode, you know, which is basically maximizing the throttle map mapping to increase performance. And then we would, we would put it on sport mode and sport mode's throttle mapping was very similar to the non-performance car so it was about 4.2 seconds so people could kind of taste test in the car on the yeah. fly um so if we had the if we had the p85d but they're in the market for like the 85d or if we had a p90d and they're marked for 90d um we could put it in sport mode even though it was a p85d they could still have the ex the experience of the acceleration of what like an eighty five yeah. an eighty five D, um, but and a lot of times that worked for our, our benefit for the for an, for an upsell yeah. so to speak. That's, absolutely, I mean, I mean, you must upsell a lot of people. By, by yes, what I would tell them in the, the what, what I tell them they would come in for uh, for an eighty five D, and but our only test drive car is a P eighty five D. So I'm like, here's what we're gonna do: the car has two drive modes. It has insane. Which is the, the the whole kit and caboodle? It's you know zero to sixty about three seconds. We can experience that at the end if you want, uh, but let's put it in sport. This will mimic the throttle mapping of the of the eighty five D, the car that you are interested in getting. And they're like, great, that sounds like a great idea. And then we do the test drive. Of course, they'd be blown away yeah. by by uh, the the, acceler the the acceleration of like a four second, you know, around four seconds here to 60. And then at the end of the test drive, and this was not me trying to upsell. <laughs> this was me giving them all stop, the information. Stop lying. <laughs> no, I, I, did, I, I did not. I could, I, I could honestly say, it'd be a, um, uh, uh, I would say for academic purposes, <laughs> would you like to put it on insane for for you know, for the last run, and people are like, oh yeah, okay, and they'd hit it, and, they, and then of course it'd, it'd be this and bring out laughter most of the time, right? It was it was like a laughter button, an involuntary. His, it was like hysteria, um, as you know, and you get, there's tons well, of videos. I mean, well, I know from you know we had the 85D in Poland, and, and giving test drives often uh, brought out laughter, and it just it's a wonderful it's it's really wonderful to have a car and do that repeatedly you know enjoy that but uh yeah i had i think the fastest car, quickest car i had driven quickest ev i had driven before the p85d was bmw i3 and then other some other electric cars in europe and i had written for a long time about how the dramatic you know we'd publish art video these videos of people doing you know these yeah. test drives and all this stuff and so i knew i was i thought i was prepared Mm -hmm. And you just can't be prepared. You just no. literally cannot be prepared for it without experiencing it. So, so you know, I thought, oh, I've driven the i3, some others. I understand instant torque. I know this is much quicker, and it's you know, I've seen the videos. You know, it's going to be fun, but it brought out laughter. You know, it yeah. made, immediately like made me laugh. Made we I went with a few people. Some of them knew a bit about Tesla. Some of them didn't, and we all were just like giggling and laughing the whole test drive because it was just like. This is crazy. This is something else. You know? Yeah, because your body at a physiological, it actually changes the biology of your body. Your, the fluids get sucked to the back. Your your brain starts releasing endorphins. It's it is it is a thrill ride in the very in the very essence of, of, of what that of that term what that term means. I say it's like building a roller coaster as you go. It's like it's like building your own roller coaster on your daily commute, which is which which is awesome. You know, and you're not worried about burning gas because your roller coaster is fueled at home. You know, and um. I've thought about that more recently, that there's actually physical effects that I'm sure make people <laughs> more likely to, you, know, you think of fight or flight, you know, like you have a fight or flight moment, you're more likely to do something dramatic, right? To either mm -hmm. run or fight. Yeah. And this is not the same, but I'm, I feel like it must be similar where you have an experience that makes you more willing to go outside of your practical boundaries of what oh. you're going to spend or whatever. And oh, you absolutely. Think, that's it. I'm getting, 
and you know, within five, five or fifteen, I don't know how long it takes, you make the decision, and, mm-hmm. and it's done. And yeah. it's, uh, you know, I, I feel like there's got to be a pretty. It would be a f- amazing if you could actually study this and figure out how many people bought bought the higher trim or bought a Tesla because of this. Ex- you know, of course we can't. There's no no way to scientifically examine it well enough. But I'm 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 locally. I met uh, a gentleman who is a Model 3 performance. He has one of those, the stealth Model 3 performances. He works at a local car dealership and had a car, I won't say which, but had a car that was a mid-priced, mid-sized sedan, significantly less than than a performance Model 3. And, but he said he test drove the performance Model 3 and there was no question. (laughs) He was like, I have to have this. I have to have this. And um, he goes, he would never spend more of that much on a car, but he said it was such a transcendent, he didn't use the word transcendent, but but I'm, you know, yeah. it was a trans, such a transcendent experience. Transformational. That, yeah. Transformational. Yeah. So, um, so a lot of times when I would do, you know, let's, I put it on insane mode at the end of the drive, maybe half the time. <laughs> The the guy if the guy was by himself he's like I gotta call my wife because I think I'm buying him I think I'm buying him more expensive I'm gonna, I'm gonna I gotta upgrade or if the wife he'd like look back and the wife would be like okay and he's like yes yes I'm getting the performance one they did not come in for the performance one and either or you'd have people say wow that performance is is nuts but even the non-performances yeah, is enough. is 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 astonishing astonishing well, we, we were talking earlier about you know just when you're in the at the front of a line at a red light, you know, you step on it when you leave. So oh, yeah. like, you know, when there's open, clear, open. I say, road. I say, it's it's my my diplomatic duty to blow away gas cars at the yeah. light yeah. as as an ambassador to the technology. I, no, it's it's a it's, it's advertising, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and I do know, it to, I'm not reckless. Let's, no, no, I, I do it to the speed reckless. limit. Not reckless to not, the speed limit. It's not. It's op- not. It's open not open areas, not correct. dangerous areas. And then yeah, you know, you look in the mirror and you see how far back they are, and uh, and I've seen it actually. I've seen other cars do it too a few times. Like I, it's always me. It seems like, but then you, once in a while you're at a light and you see another car do it at a light, and it's like, whoa, that car zipped off. I've seen BMW i3 and Tesla Model Model 3 or, or Tesla any Tesla. You see it sometimes and you're like, wow, that yeah. looks pretty dramatic from it. You know, so it's it's real advertising. But I was yeah. <laughs> there was one time I was coming coming home from Bush Gardens and I'm just used to doing it. We, I was at a red light. There was a Corvette next to me. Normally the, this guy had been actually driving a little. I think a, a, a little quick, you know. And I was like, you know, I'm just gonna step on it at the red light. And stepped on it, zoom. And then another lane over, I saw another car at the corner of my eye, like same speed as me. And I was like, oh my god, that guy must really be pushing it. Must really be trying to keep up for it. And I looked over. It was another white Tesla Model Three with an old guy and his wife. And they, I mean, they had just decided at the red light just to step on it. You know, yeah. it wasn't like they were driving. It's just like that's the car. The yeah. car just does that by itself, and it's like you know you just casually enjoy it. You get you get used to you get used to a, a a higher level of acceleration than a gas car too. And it's not that like you're drag racing and everyone's like thrown yeah. back in their seat. Yeah. Did I tell you the story? Have we recorded the story? It's a it's a super quick anecdote of of the the Ford Raptor where my wife and I were out to dinner and the Ford I, Raptor is this. I don't think so. Uh, so this, oh, wait, I don't know. Maybe. If if again, you know, I apologize. I I'm I'm kind of like a I'm kind of senile in that way. And we've talked about a lot of things off camera. Oh yeah, but yeah, so maybe was, that's it. Um, my uh, so my I, for a company car for over a year, I had a P eighty five Model S because it was my it was the test drive car. There's no stores in the area. I was the store. I would I would give people test drives in my car as an employee of, of Tesla. But it was also my my daily driver. So my my wife and I um, were having dinner in downtown Sarasota, and we were um, driving driving back home. We were talking about how wonderful the uh, dinner was, and um, I always jokingly say that when I got the P85D. People say, do you ever take it out of insane mode? And I said, yes. When my wife is in the car, I take it out of insane mode because I didn't, she was pregnant at the time uh, when the P85D, when we had them in the stores. And I said, I take it out of insane mode because I didn't want to involuntarily induce labor. <laughs> you know, like squeeze the baby out. So, so, um, so we're at the light and um, 
I noticed there was a Ford Raptor. Big, and I actually love the Ford Raptor. I think they're so like pissed. They're like so mean looking. So yeah. I really like the stance and things. But I noticed it. I took note because I I really admire the aesthetics of that truck. And it was next to us. Ah, oh yeah, Ford Raptor. So the light turns green, and my wife and I are talking about how delicious the scalps were or something. <laughs> and then I hear this next to me, kind of behind me, this wow, wow, wow. And he was like maybe a car length behind us. And then my wife and I had this epiphany of like, oh my gosh, like he's trying. He thought, <laughs> we, were, he thought, we, he thought we were racing. Like yeah. he's going full throttle. Yeah. And I'm talking to my wife about the scallops, like, but the acceleration that we had been grown accustomed to as normal was like a was like a big V8 full full out, which was and like it's kind so of peaceful hilarious. because when you do it in electric, it's peaceful. It's yes. a peaceful, quick acceleration. Mm -hmm. When you do it in a non-electric, you f you have the sound and the feeling, and it feels like you're really trying. Like that's it's what it's a bucking Bronco. That's what was the, the weird thing about seeing that Tesla out the corner of my eyes. Like I was like, I had the sense, I knew. If it wasn't electric, it had to be really trying. You had to, the driver had to be really like pushing it and like knew he was pushing it and like had the feeling and the sound of pushing it. And then I looked over and saw it was a Tesla, an old guy in a Tesla, and I'm like, oh, he just left the red light. <laughs> like he just, he just, like, he just stepped on the pedal. That's like, a, that's normal acceleration for yeah. a Tesla driver. And it, yeah, you, it's like. You become, you, yeah, you become accustomed to it. There is this, um, yeah, like I, like my, my dad being an engineer at Dodge, he'd bring home like Dodge Vipers and things like that. And I described driving the original, particularly the original Dodge Viper, it was like wrestling a gorilla, like arm wrestling a gorilla. It was like a, it was basically a stock car with turn signals. It was all power, it was laid down, all the power going to the rear. And the, you know, the clutch was super heavy. And so you had to like stop the, like it was, there was nothing subtle about that car. And so when you're driving it, you didn't really drive it as much as you grappled with it. You know, it was like, woo, woo, woo. Yeah, exactly. It was, this, it was like riding exactly. a, a stallion, like this yeah. like this this agitated stallion. And there's kind of a thrill to that. Yeah, and, you there's, know? and there's some people like, um, I get to test drive, test ride in the Remax Concept One recently. Oof. It's the, the, the you know, the, when the initial owners, investors who owns it, it lives nearby. And yes, got it back. I know him. Yeah. So I want to say his name on camera, I, but, but yeah. I, I need to put this video out there because I, I got to ride in and talk to him for a while. And um, and he, he talked a little bit about going to events with other supercar owners, like a lot of different events, not electric ones, you know. Mm -hmm. And he, he noted that a lot of people, they, they still, these supercar owners of gas cars, they, they want that experience. They want that visceral, like the sound, the feeling, the, yeah. the wrestling, the car. Correct. So they, they, you know, they respect and they like love the Concept One, which is an amazing electric supercar. If you haven't, uh, we hope we'll do another thing on that. But, yeah. uh, but, but it's just like- they, I just know that, I should give him a call. Maybe we can do yeah. like a more in-depth thing. Yeah, we should do more. I need he's to get- very, He's a very- um, He's very cool. Open eye on it. Yeah, super cool guy. Super cool guy. Yeah. And, yeah, and he's also had a Nissan Leaf as a daily driver, <laughs> he was, he, which he loves. Like, yeah. he, he's a good, interesting guy to talk to about electrics. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, yeah, I mean, the, so I was just, yeah, he, he, some of these people, they still want that. But you know, most people, they don't want to wrestle with their car. Most people want no. a smooth, yeah. nice And well, And then yeah. another, another thing, they want it because up until, up until now, if you wanted to accelerate fast, that was the default byproduct of it so much like uh, certain many um certain italian manufacturers their exhaust note is is actually it's actually it's it's decadent i, I call it's it's like um it's it's like Pavarotti gargling di serono is how i it's just like whoa you know and and it was actually kind of a marketing ploy because they're like, well, the car has to make noise, so let's market it yeah. that it's a virtue. Yeah. It's like this, it's singing, it's growling. You know, some, some, yeah. you mean the cat metaphor, it's, yeah. it's, it's growling now. And you're like, oh yeah, and I love that. I love a good exhaust note. And, I, and we'd get that objection a lot in uh -huh. the showroom at Tesla. Oh, people oh. are like, I would get it, but man, I need yeah. the sound. Yeah. And what I would tell people, because you, you want to identify but you know, when you're selling when you're selling a Tesla or you're selling an electric car, uh, you want to identify with their need, but then also explain the benefit of, of electric. So you don't want to tell them they're wrong. Yeah. You want to validate their their values, but also have them maybe consider another point of view. So I would say, 
I love a good exhaust note. I learned how to drive Dodge Stealth RT10, Dodge or a Dodge Stealth RT, a Dodge Viper RT10. Um, I love a good exhaust note, but there's nothing like the sound of silence. You get over it quick. Yeah. You get over the. I forget. And also, if you have this, if note. you have this music off, whatever, there is a little electric motor sound that's. I love that sound. I it's like a spaceship or something. Yeah, like, yeah. And um, and I, I thought you were going to explain like, yeah, I love it too. Uh, but you know, just keep it. You know, think about you know that uh, that's basically wasted energy. That sound, that vibration, is from wasted energy. Mm. And with a with an electric, much less of the energy is wasted, so it goes much more into the propelling the car forward which is yeah yeah uh, there you but, go. but that's uh, yours yeah. was better <laughs> yours yeah. was totally better well, well another <laughs> but thing I, I is, just thought that's where you were I, I would i would even i would i would even suggest that it's more visceral because you're it's it's like um it's like sailing or yeah. skiing down a mountain yeah. you know because a lot of our owners also were you know they yeah. they sail or they ski and and I, I, uh uh so they'd be like wow that feels like that doesn't feel like my Ferrari. That feels like my plane, yeah. you know, like, cause it's that linear thrust. Or that feels like my boat. Cause those also have linear thrust, you know, th thrust mapping, you know, they're not shifting gears. And so they would make those, those associations. So, um, yeah, more like but, a jet or a yeah. spaceship. I always think, think of it as like, like, it feels like a spaceship, even though I obviously don't know what a spaceship feels like, but it feels like my imagination of a spaceship yeah. as a, as a it's, driver and it's as like, a pastor, It's like, like that battle. <laughs> Yeah, that that, like that old Star Trek. I always think of old. Yeah, or uh, Battlestar Galactica. I don't know, like the I can speak to the original <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. I know there's a new one that's really cool, and I should watch it. But the I, we in my house growing up, we watched the original Battlestar Galactica, and their 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 fighter plane, their fighter ships would launch kind of out of this tunnel, and it was kind of like the strobe tunnel, and it'd be like, and they'd show like a close up on them, like, and then they they'd go out into space. And what was really cool, looping back to the P85D, I really should, it was like a super <laughs> we, tangent. We if you're still here, thanks for joining. We're gonna tr tr trim this down. Ha <laughs> like, on you. Yeah, people are like, this is not, a, not about the P85D test drive van. What I loved about it, and if it's still on there, Google slash gear, P85D or autopilot event slash deer to give this awesome I remember ride along video. Yeah, I uh, remember. My buddy Ted Marandino was the drive uh, was driving the car, and it's it really captured the essence of being in the car while it accelerates as much as you can visually. You can't truly do it unless you're live. But then also experiencing autopilot. Uh, you, that video is yeah. like that was everybody was recommended like, that one. That was super. Like, it was the it, it was the quintessential to my in my opinion. And I've watched them all, and I was there. Yeah. Uh, that is the quintessential recording of that yeah, event, yeah. of that of the, of the of that demo, right? Right. Yeah. So anyway, the P85D at that event, at the unveiling event at Hawthorne, they brilliantly, this the event, whoever put together the event or whoever's vision this was, it was brilliant. The initial acceleration that the car did was in this strobed oh, tunnel. Yeah. So it kind of gave you this warp speed kind of thing, like, whoosh, 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 oh, you know. Yeah. That was, that was Elon. Come I mean, on. I, 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 I wouldn't would put it past. Yeah, I mean, it was this extra bit of theatrics yeah. that. And the reference to, reference to movies, Elon, Elon and, and well, I mean, so many of us, Tesla fans. But you yeah. think of the other, is it the Enterprise, the Star Trek uh, spaceship? I don't know. The, the Enterprise is Star Trek. Yeah. So you think of the Enterprise warp or. Speed. Yeah, or you know, going the warp speed and, and the stars and, go, and you, yeah. you have that, and I mean, they must have used probably electric motor sounds or something for some of these. Uh, whereas, because you have this similar kind of, you know, like uh, yeah, that kind of, kind of whir, sound. yeah, that like, where does it sound. come from? Uh, I don't know, but yeah, whoever did the sound. Uh, and so I don't know. I still feel like that's what it feels like as a driver and as a passenger. I always feel like it's it feels like a space. roller coaster. Yeah, like that's that's how I've always and the spaceship. The, that that title I think is involuntary because yes, has anyone been in a spaceship? No, but that's the kind of that's for many people. That's what it must be like, you know. And I think they're like we're all going to be very disappointed. When we get a <laughs> like this doesn't feel like the Enterprise. This is <laughs> making a bad metaphor my whole life. No. The uh, the um, but uh, so yeah, so the P eighty five. The P85. 
yeah. what about <laughs> the event? Let's so let's, so the event so the event was, was incredible. Everybody's everyone's being everyone's was was blown away by it. We were getting because we would do test we would do um test rides and they're they're like five adults in the car and they were still doing acceleration and it yeah. was blowing people away yeah. and um you know and the big thing was like just wait till you're the only one in the car yeah you know she had several hundred pounds it, it, the thing just rips um yeah it's it crazy yeah. my test drive was five people in the car and they, they tell you it's like i was quicker you know if you have fewer people less weight and i was like your brain is like what like how could it be quicker? Like yeah. this, oh, this yeah. is insane. This I, is literally, you know, insane yeah. mode. <laughs> when we first got the ludicrous, the ludicrous oh, yeah. mode Model S. I've never driven so ludicrous. <laughs> oh, dude. Just, we're we're gonna do it. Let's do it. Let's do it like next week. Uh, I'll call Morgan up. Okay. It's, dude, your your face melts. Your fa it actually, I, it it teeters the line, and I say this like it teeters the line between pre pleasure and pain. Yeah. Like it is like being sucked through a straw it's like absurd um but when when the ludicrous mode car came in all the tesla employee and all the, te the all the, the tesla employees you know we had to experience it and so we all piled in you know like five of us and then we would do acceleration run you know in our during our test drive course and things like that and you could turn on ludicrous plus and you could record the um uh you know the G's. You know, like the oh, the, the, the um, yeah. Uh, and we we're pulling, we we're pulling over a G of acceleration. I thought I said this before. Um, with five people in the car, you know, it's like that's 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 crazy, you know. And um, so it's faster than free fall well, with we five should, people. Well, we should uh, we get to the any more on the event if, but I, it brings to mind we had i met with uh, Blake Fuller of Go Puck recently who did the, the original Pikes Peak run with Model, Model S and uh, I just saw him yesterday, talked to him yesterday and you know he's got this car they had stripped so you know for the extra you know, yeah, just yeah, get, yeah, the weight all the way, get all yeah. the weight out so they stripped it out they had a roll cage and he still got it like um, well, he has, it's partially you know because he uses it now as his uh, daily driver yeah but it's I've still I've seen like, it around town yeah so, so there's still like parts of it that are like he was like oh it looks like a race car in there it's like yeah <laughs> it's got it like a, yeah re but he's uh, I, I don't I'm not gonna break any news but um, I think he's got some more fun fun stuff coming uh, so we'll have a lot more fun uh, and I think we can do you know expand on Tesla inside out to do a kind of another series perhaps um, mm. Anyway, I'll be quiet for now, but uh, the uh, but it yeah, is, but it is cool when you think about yeah. If you take all this stuff out, it could be even more crazy. It's like yeah, all the people. All There's the that kid on the uh, it's called the Tesla Racing Channel. There's that, that young man who's who's stripped it out and it uh, you know, shut all the way. Don't it know. gets crazy numbers. Yeah, um, so the the so the 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 P85D, um, we started doing. We started doing test drives, and this is this is actually back to the story that I said I was going to tell about. Oh, you know, forty minutes ago. Okay. So um, <laughs> almost forty. So we had to do. <laughs> so we had to. Um, so everyone wanted to experience it from a consumer level. We had people calling in. Hey, is it in yet? Did you get it in the store? And it was there, so people wanted to experience it. So. Why did they want to experience it? <laughs> what? Had they heard that it was more fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, word got out. It was viral, um, viral back then. Well, I mean, you imagine you, you can't. The proposition is ridiculous. I mean, imagine McLaren or or Lamborghini allowing anyone to come in and drive of a, a Lamborghini uh, Aventador or. Just anyone, you can come yeah, in. That's what I wanted to mention earlier too, because when you know, I knew also that their policy is let anyone do it. You know, so when we were in the area of this Tesla store in Vancouver, you know, I knew, you know, they're gonna let us do it. You don't have to, you know, prove that you have money for it, whatever. Correct. And uh, my my colleagues didn't know Tesla as well. I was like, are you kidding? We can't go in there and drive. It's like, like we can't go in there and drive. It's like you know, it's like yeah, yeah, for real. This is their policy, seriously. But even then, you're you're a little nervous. Like, what if they really don't want to give us, a, you know? But you walk in, and the people, which you were one of these guys, were so open and so like, um, there was so, you know, no pressure approach mm -hmm. that it just felt like, okay, I really can drive it. I don't. I'm not feeling guilty driving it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I know reasons why that's good, but but you know, even just personally, you're just like, oh, I'm not gonna buy this car. I feel bad driving it, but. Uh, 
but it was really amazing how they didn't make you feel like you shouldn't be there, you shouldn't be driving it, you should, you know, we want to know if you're going to buy it or not. It's just like correct. This. Well, it's a very it's a very holistic way of 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 product marketing and of retail, um, because in a traditional auto selling an auto environment, you're not like let's say somebody wanted to drive. Uh, let's let's use uh, well let's use a German manufacturer any given German manufacturer and you come in there and let's say they're going to have a $40,000 sedan in the future that's coming out now they all do but they didn't always but they all do um, but they had their performance variants of sedans you know their $100,000 things that that a small percentage of the population can afford they're, you wouldn't be able to walk in there and just drive all their performance variant or drive a performance variant. They want you to buy a car now because they know that when you drive it, it's not going to open your eyes to driving a gas car because you know what a gas car <laughs> is. But what's different with Tesla and the incredible value, and I think this is super, super underappreciated, is with Tesla... They, people are like, wow, you guys are letting us letting us drive this really expensive car that I'm never going to buy? Yeah. And it was like, well, you won't buy this one. But we knew you will buy, <laughs> yes. That one like, in a few years. It will plant this. Yeah. It does two things that are immensely valuable. It, it, it becomes a topic of conversation. So after that experience... People, they tell their coworkers, their family, their friends, anybody, anybody that will listen. Have you heard of Tesla? These things, let me tell you, you've never experienced this. You have to go and experience yourself. I'll try to tell it, but you have to go and experience it. And people will be like, wow, but that's so expensive. Yeah, but they're gonna, they're coming out with this this one that's more affordable. So Or, it or their rich uncle goes in and buys one. That's exactly, or that's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly. Their grandpa. Or yeah, correct. That's correct. So it becomes this influencer. So it, um, so it, it becomes a topic of conversation, but also much like with, with Ryan McCaffrey, uh, you know, with his, with his journey is it plants the seed yeah. where they're like, man, someday I'm going to have one. Oh my God. And that's what we saw play dude, out. Dude, <laughs> two, two mornings in a row, we've seen this on the way to school. Toyota Corolla. I looked over, I saw a license plate, Tesla, and I was like, why is a Tesla license plate on this Toyota Corolla mm -hmm. from like 10 years ago? 50? And I, and it's at the top it says, my next car is a Tesla. Oh. Yes. So there's, this Dude, lady, I looked, I, that's, today, it's a middle-aged blonde lady. That's, that's my wife. Is oh. it a gold, a gold Corolla? Corolla? That's your wife. Yes. Ah. It's my, it's my mother-in-law's car. <laughs> well, that we're, my mother-in-law's car, we're, we're car sitting for her. And I put that on there. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. This person with a Corolla is like their next car is a Tesla. And now it makes more <laughs> sense because yeah. like but, you know, you're but an, an abnormal true. family. Yeah, yeah. But at the other, on the other hand, there are there are uh, a lot of yes. people driving around a, a yes. Corolla or a Civic. Yes. I've met you know you you meet tons of people who you start talking to them about the car. You know you don't know if you want to go talk too yeah. much, and you find out in a minute or two that they plan to get a Tesla Cybertruck or a Tesla something, yeah. and you, you wouldn't have guessed it from the car to drive. Yeah, but I. Well, that license, that license plate, <laughs> that but that license plate bracket. We, we took a picture of that this morning. You oh great! <laughs> oh great! Yeah. Wait, for those who don't know, Tesla for a while, and this is brilliant. They should bring it back. So I actually good. have an article. I actually have an internal memo written about it when at my time at Tesla, um, about why they should bring it back. There's a license plate bracket, you know, the frame for your license plate, the, the license plate frame, and it says, my next car is electric, and then it says, Tesla. This is brilliant, because <laughs> it's, it's, basically an, it's basically a billboard, and it implants an idea, and it's a peer, it's a peer influencer, yeah. because people, every light you're stopped at, every carpool lane you're stopped at, every drive-through, no matter what, people are going to be like, well, that person's gonna get a test. That, wait, that person's next car is gonna be electric. So it starts the wheels. It turning. was so. It was so. I was like 
Tesla? Why is it? I was like, wait a second. Why is a Tesla plate on a Corolla? That was like, it was like, it was a great experience. And it was so entertaining that we took a picture. We, we saw it again this morning. We saw it yesterday. Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh, we gotta get a picture of that. Oh, we should get a picture of that yesterday. Because it's just a great uh, marketing tool. You know? Exactly. So, and you know what? Probably hundreds of other people have. Yeah. Just like my license plate. I, I can tell you how many times I've stopped at a light and I see people like going, because yeah. my, my mind says kick gas. Yeah. One, I'm sucker for a good pun. I'm a sucker for a good pun. But two, I know that jars people's sensibilities. Yeah. They're like kick gas. So of course it's a clever play, but it's also suggesting a breaking of a habit, a breaking of an addiction. And then people associate, whenever they read something, they associate it with themselves. And they're like, can I kick gas? Maybe I can. And it becomes this thing that they think about, you know? And um, so anyway. So, so is your wife getting a Model Y? So what's, she get, what's she getting? Um, she actually, she would, she wants a, she wants Model 3. So okay. I'm really, I don't know if I get the, I'll, I'll go check out the Model Y. <coughs> um, the, um, we both, my wife and I both like the driving small, is. yeah, like, yeah. Small, like our, it, the Model 3 is like the perfect size yeah. for us because it's like sporty, um, but yet it's functional. I don't know, you know. I totally understand. I mean, the, yeah. I would, I'm attracted to the Model Y. Might for, get another Model 3. For getting in and out, uh, have a need problem that, you know, I don't want, I know it's, it's not, can't, can't really get better, so I don't want it to get too much worse. So mm. that, that's appealing, more space appealing. But this is the perfect size for driving mm. around. And mm. The one, the one thing is I wish I had a hatch so I could put my little daughter's mini Tesla you know oh, yeah. her little yeah. radio flyer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have to like Bogart my father-in-law's Model X and, and throw it in the back if you want to take the yeah. car to the park or yeah. something. Yeah, uh, we have the and, same uh, problem. And uh, but for that, it's so funny. The only reason why I want a hatch <laughs> is so I can fit my, my my daughter's radio flyer mini Tesla in the back. That's literally that's why I would get a hatch. And that's a, I have no other need for it for that. That's good. That. Cl good clothes. Was there anything else on the event? The test. Oh my event? god, they're was totally. There, wa they're totally. Oh my left, god. <laughs> what is left? It's, on? It was. It no, it's, so okay. So okay. we got maybe we can cut all this. No, no, no. Crap we out. Can, we can but there, this, I never. This is the story. I'm gonna tell the story. Okay. And this is it. Sure. Okay. So. Yeah, so people, a lot of people wanted to. Oh my god. This is a finale. So no, this is good. This is great. I love it. Dude, I love it. People who maniacs. love it can keep watching. People who don't love it the, don't have to watch other. Yeah. Uh, so people would come in to test drive the P85D, and uh, we would get them into the car. We would adjust their seat. Uh, steering wheel, show, you know, and then uh, we'd always do what I, we, I would call the come to Jesus talk, which this is preparing the person for what they're about to experience. Uh -huh. Because accelerating at around three seconds is not for everyone. It actually does kind of dance the line of comfort and discomfort as far as the forces that you are experiencing. And we, and so we wanted to dip our toe into the pool with that. We didn't want a cannonball because we didn't want, we wanted people to enjoy themselves. We didn't want people to have an uncomfortable experience. So whether the person came in a McLaren or they came in a Honda Civic, we I gave this little spiel, listen, this thing, you know, pulls over a G. It actually changes the, the, the biology of your body. The fluids in the front of your face can suck to the back. Um, we will, um, when we launch, we're gonna we're gonna tell everyone when we're gonna launch mm -hmm. because we don't want to hurt anyone's yeah. neck or something like that. We can drive it. Kind of a lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, we can we can drive it in a very civil and genteel way. Uh, but you'll see when you hit it to the floor, it's warp speed time because there's a direct correlation to how close the pedal is to the floor, which how much thrust you experience. Okay, and so, so we'd have this talk with the driver. Does that sound cool with you? Great. There'll be a time and a place where we can accelerate. We want you to be comfortable. And if you feel uncomfortable, or if anyone in the car feels uncomfortable, please tell us, you know, when you, after you experience that, we want everyone to have a good time. Great. So we go, so this one gentleman comes in, he wants to experience P85D. And we're like, cool, great. Let's go out, go in our little test drive area, give him the spiel. He hits, hits the acceleration. He stops it and he's like, whoa. And we're like, we're like, yeah, is that, is that something else? And he's like, um, that was incredible. I think, I think I need to, to get out of the car. 
I'm not feeling well. We're like, okay. We pull over. It's, it's un, we're in this unpopulated area. He sits down on the grass and, and puts his face oh in his God. hands. He was, he got ill from the, oh from the acceleration. This was a performance car owner. Yeah. And, oh wow. And so we're like, we're like, Hey, cool. We let him get a breather. We let him get some fresh air. Um, he got back in the car and I said, well, let's, let's put it back into sport mode. We'll t let's take it off insane mode. We'll slide it over into sport. This will mimic the non-performance variant, which he also loved. He comes back to the store. He orders a P85D. He gets the performance one. All right. I think, so. I think you're telling me this. Yeah. <laughs> so he, so any any and he goes on his merry way. It's delivered, and and he'll stop by the store every once in a while, and uh, he loves his car. Never puts it on insane mode. He always leaves it in sport mode, even though it can you know go quicker. So ludicrous mode comes out. <laughs> Flash forward a couple of years, P90D ludicrous you know, ludicrous mode, it's under three second acceleration. As you know, every 10th of a second, force goes up exponentially, the closer you get to zero. So this is, it's, it's, it's significantly more uh, uh, thrust. So it comes in, he's like, hey, David, I heard you got the ludicrous mode Model S in. Yes, um, great, I wanna, I wanna order it. He doesn't even drive it. <laughs> he doesn't even drive it. I was like, now, I gotta, I gotta ask you, uh, if I recall, in your your initial test drive with the P85D, you you got ill and and, and, and you sat out you sat on the grass. He's like, yes, yes, I did. And I was like, um, but and you still got a P85D. Yes, yes, I did. Did you did you ever put it in insane mode during this time that you've owned it? Nope, never. It's always been in sport. Insane mode makes me sick because it's too quick. I'm like, oh, okay. So now you're you want to buy a car <laughs> that's quicker than that's identical to the car, but faster, knowing that the slower one, even the one that was not to say slower, but that one made you ill. And he was like, "Yes," and I'm like, "Um, why?" And he's like, "I just have to have the best thing. Yeah. I have to have the best thing," and and he got it. There were a lot. Of, I used to follow the Tesla Motors Club forums uh, really closely, and when when there's insane mode and then ludicrous mode, there's certain certain members who just always had to immediately buy the next, the best thing. They just, you know, that was their, you know, their, in their it's like career. Some people are like that with phones and, you yeah, know. And they're probably, you know, in their careers or other things in life, you know, they're probably like that. It's just like they have to be number mm -hmm. one. So mm -hmm. they're just constantly upgrading, you know. Was, and But the crazy thing is how much, well, there's a lot of potential there, but how much that uh, allows Tesla to make better and better margins, like, uh, like you spent two thousand dollars to get the the upgrade, the performance <laughs> upgrade on, on the Model Three, and I mean, there's just so much potential there. As they find ways to improve mm -hmm. the car, they can add just, hey, here's another option to pay, give us this much more money, and we didn't really, we didn't change anything about your car except for the software. Yeah, of course, or, or you know, there was a hardware upgrade that you know, but yeah. uh, it's been a, a, a sort of a key feature for Tesla through the years to keep Tesla alive and, you know, um, making making enough money to, to get to where it is today. And now, now it's obviously very profitable. But. Yeah, so I mean, software, and we touched about this in a little bit in the last video, how soft, software, how malleable or how much a car is able to evolve after purchase is going to be one of these key metrics that people, I think, start measuring, like, um, uh, next to performance, safety, luxury, you're like, well, how does how does it, from a heuristic standpoint, how does it learn about me? And then also, what kind of options can be? What are the what what is the uh, malleability? What how clean of a slate is it? Uh, which Tesla's obviously set itself up incredibly so, well. For. So I guess to close out on the P85D, how many um, how many, how many people do you think you made laugh in P85D test drives? Um, well, between P eighty five D, between the P eighty five D and then like the P one hundred D ludicrous, um, yeah, again thousands, thousands, thousands. You've heard thousands of people laughing from the. It will be. It it, it will be. It's one of the greatest things I'll ever take from my time at Tesla. It was is sitting in that seat, and witnessing, yeah. the epiphany, 
that people would have. The um oh yeah, and so and for and for and, for, and to to close it, we talked about remember, fifty four fifty five minutes ago, we talked about the de democratizing of experience. Uh -huh. You know um how you know this this like this is like a supercomputer. And the, the only, only the uh, at one time people thought only the wealthy could have something like this, and now, now it's it's getting out. Now people are having these experiences that that at one time were only were only uh, only uh, people of incredible wealth could could access these experiences, which I think is a, a pretty magical thing. And when you start talking about a car like the Model Three, people are like, "How did they get four hundred thousand pre-orders mm -hmm. from all these people with no advertising?" It's because that was the manifestation. And this is not talked about enough. That was the manifestation of Tesla's approach to product uh, exposure. Is it's it's I call it I've talked about this before. It's it's the drug dealer on the playground. You know the first the first hits free. You get them hooked. You get them hooked, and they need it. They want it. They can't they can't imagine their lives without it. Everything else is terrible in comparison. They need that. And and then when you say oh, but then there's something that you you can have this experience now. You can afford it. Um, you, you can that's, have this too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's that was. That was it, and yeah. and if Tesla didn't do that, they, um, uh, Model Three would not be this the historical success it is yeah. today. I haven't really ever thought a lot about the, the test drives being, you know, you know, I, I don't know. It, I hadn't made the direct link. You know, you know, people love Tesla because of all these reasons. Uh, I hadn't really thought so many people put down a reservation because they had test driven a Model S, which is the, pretty interesting. I mean, it's very it's, it's very interesting to talk about. But as you and I know, and as if anyone watching know has, who, has, who has driven a Tesla, the proof is in the pudding. The, the accelerator pedal, I call the accelerator pedal the believer. Because when you press it, you become a believer. And I don't care who you are, I don't care what your background is, I don't care what your biases are, I don't care what your preconceptions are. And so when people, that was the value of doing the test drives. And for all these OEMs out there that want to sell electric cars, if you want to sell electric cars, every single person that walks through your dealership that has a driver's license and a pulse, get them to get them to drive the car, and they will want it, yeah. guaranteed. You could you don't have to say a word to them. Yeah, they'll that, want that it. That Mustang Mach-E could sell like hotcakes, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. uh, so, one the the thing that I I think I remember the most from that launch was there was there was a, the launch of the autopilot of autopilot as well as you, you know autopilot was first introduced had lane changing there. And uh, we had a debate. I think one of the first episodes of Clean Tech Talk uh, with Chris Demora, we talked about what's a bigger deal: um, the D and the acceleration that comes with that, or autopilot. What's the bigger <laughs> deal in the long run? What's the bigger introduction? Very clear in the long now. Run? And uh, you know, I, I, I. So next episode, we could oh. we could talk about the introduction and, and development of autopilot and just. Uh, not not try to answer that question. That question is sort of you know they go together. It's, it's one of those interesting evil questions. That, you know. From but but it, but it's multi pronged. I'm so sad. We can still keep this under sixty minutes technically. But <laughs> but but oh my gosh, you raised a very interesting thing. In the short, in the long term, obviously you think autopilot because that's moving us one step closer that to was autonomous my driving. Yeah. Yes. Where acceleration is more trivial. It's like it's it's a it's a it's a want not a need. And it appeals it's, to a certain population. Correct. It's not. It's a value proposition that not every that not everyone is going to high and hold in the highest regard. Right. Where autopilot is this universal convenience that many people have a commute. Many people will find this universally appealing. Mm -hmm. But from a marketing perspective, from a marketing perspective, in that moment in time, in that moment in history, with Tesla. As far as a market accelerator in in accelerating the adoption, accelerating the transition to to electric motoring, the that potent acceleration yeah. being so brazen and so obvious and so powerful that shifted the mentality of people like I want to go electric and I will yeah. go electric 
And so that planted the seed for Model 3, which then gave it the massively historical launch success yeah, you have that to it did. You have to survive long enough to make autopilot worth, <laughs> worthwhile in the long run. Correct. And, uh, like, like you said, there's a link between that experience and Model 3 reservations, which is what helped the com company to become financially sustainable and profitable at a mass market. So there's a lot of, you know, they, I think it's an evil question because you can't really set, they both together are have been dramatic. Um, Imagine if Tesla took the traditional auto dealer approach where it's like, oh, if you can't afford this car, we don't want you to drive it. They wouldn't be alive today. Correct. Yeah. And people like, oh, you're putting on the dividends that were paid. Yes, the they put miles on those test drive cars. Yes. Uh, the dividends from that are, they're the most, they're the most valuable automaker in the U.S. now. Yeah. I think it, I think it was worth it. I think it's, uh, it was a big, a big move, big event, and a big, uh, that really, story. A little policy that went a long way. Yeah. <laughs> this segment was supposed to be 15 minutes long. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm surprised my wife hasn't called you. <laughs> oh man, our, our wives are saints. Bye-bye. We'll talk to you next time. Next time we'll do autopilot introduction and, and development, yeah? Mm -hmm. so, yeah, 15 minutes of an hour conversation. Yeah, yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah.